Hi, Paul Hansen here. You are listening to the 21st edition of Boston Radio. This is the second segment. And on the line, we have an amazing guitarist, Oz Noy. We're listening to Oz underneath us. This is his song called Apistro Funk from his Fuzzy album. Let's listen to a little bit more of this and then we'll get back to where we left off with Oz. Oz, I checked you out on YouTube and I searched around, but I really couldn't tell what kind of amps you were using. Do you have one fame favorite one? Yeah, I, I have two main amps. I have one uh, Marshall 50 watt head and one uh, Bandmaster Fender, like an old Bandmaster head. Ah. Those are my main two amps. Looks like you have a, a fairly substantial pedal board. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite effects? I have a few different boards for different situations. Uh, so I have a lot of pedals, but my main stuff that I use a lot is uh-huh. I use a lot of the Boss, especially the Boss Delays I really like. I heard you have the new DD7. Yes, yes, yes. Compact Delay. Which yeah, I have a ma- plenty of, many of them actually now <laughs> in my setup. Many DD7s? Yeah. Do you use the, an external pedal to tap in the tempo? Sometimes. Sometimes I do. It has all those different delays, like an analog. Yeah, I helped them design it. They were talking to me when they were designing it. Ah. I kind of told them what it's done, basically. On well, one. well, thanks, because for me, I love that delay. It, oh, it's great. It's, oh, it's, I told them, I was talking to them about that thing for years. Since they came up with the DD6, I was in contact with them, which was like maybe three or four years, and I, I've been telling them you have to make some changes. And then when it was time for them to release this one, they... Uh, we talked a lot, and I kind of helped them. Which specific features on the delay pedal were you brooding for? Well, first of all, I told them to, to put back the tap tempo. Yeah. Tap tempo with the, with the external switch. Yeah, you and me. And then the other thing that I told them to do was, um, that was very important, is um, to have the stereo in, stereo out. But oh, yeah. make sure when you go stereo in, it doesn't cancel the ping pong effect. You know, once you go in stereo in, if you don't have the stereo, the real stereo out with the ping pong delays, then it's really not functional. So, huh? I really like the analog delay feature in the DD7. Yeah, yeah, delay is important. And having it in rhythm, like you said about yeah, tap, tap tempo. Do you use a TU2 Boss tuner, the floor tuner? Yeah, absolutely, and the Boss volume pedal, of course. FV500. I use all that stuff. Um, and then some Keeley stuff that he modified. Uh-huh. Do you have the DS1 Keeley mod? I do. I actually use it a lot, yeah. He does a great mod for that. I actually use it a lot. A lot of guys use that one. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. And then I have a bunch of different tremolos. I have two of both tremolos. Oh, hey, this is a good question. If you're stranded on a desert island, which pieces of gear would you want to make sure that you had? You know, any type of overdrive or booster will do it for me. It doesn't really matter. Whatever it would mm-hmm. work. And then probably some kind of a Leslie pedal from some sort, like some kind of a chorusing thing. Have you tried the RT20, that twin boss pedal that does... I heard it's really great. I haven't tried it. I heard it's really great. Yeah, that pedal does a great rotating speaker effect. 
hey, I want to do this. I'll just name a musician and you tell me your first thoughts about him. Okay. Okay. Here goes. Eddie Van Halen. Oh, the best. Okay. Jimi Hendrix. Best. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nobody liked that ever. Yeah. Randy Rhodes. I'm not familiar. I know him, but I'm not, uh, never really got into him. Okay. Ingve Malmsteen. Oh, incredible. Really uh, expressive player and picking passes. How about Miles Davis? Of course. None of the music today would be happening without him. A lot uh-huh. of it, at least. Uh-huh. Jazz and even hip-hop. I'll go back. How about um, Louis Armstrong? He's, he, you know, the pioneer of jazz, I guess. Carlos Santana. I love the guy. I, I never was influenced by him, though. How about Charlie Parker? Uh, my main influence. My root. Do you kind of feel like you phrase like a uh, horn player? I don't know. I don't think about that anymore. To me, it doesn't matter if you're a horn or guitar. Okay, well, let's talk about something else. When I hear you play, you do these um, really cool rhythms and chord changes, the pretty advanced harmony. Do you have a, a overall philosophy? Uh, you know, it depends on what I do, but the concept for my band is, um, my philosophy is, first of all, to do whatever I want. doesn't matter. Stylistically, I don't care what the rules are or what's supposed to be played or what the sound is supposed to be. You know, like when you play like straight ahead jazz or jazz in general, you know, you're supposed to play with that one sound and people are supposed to swing, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. so I'm not, I don't like to categorize music in general. You know, you need to categorize it a little, but, you know, in general. Uh-huh. So when I write, I just write whatever I like to play and whatever I, I hear, you know. So in general, uh-huh. I keep it free. And the philosophy behind my what I do with my band is it's basically a jazz band. Whatever I write and whatever I play is jazz. The only difference is that the grooves behind what I play are not necessarily swing. They're more like R&B yeah. or the rock roof, but the approach is the same as playing standards to me or playing, you know, because improvisation is uh-huh. the same thing. Yeah, I notice your drummers are playing a really strong backbeat. Um, they do, but you play a backbeat when you play swing also. It's yeah. kind of backbeat. Different you know? so, yeah, kind of but, backbeat. you know, it can get uh, more Im- involved once we hit the solos. Kind of a fine line, you know. Me playing jazz, about the only thing I can do is I can play... Uh, Lydian flat seven, you know. It's a popular scale, I heard. <laughs> e melodic minor over A7. That's about as far as I go. Do you use melodic minor modes? Um, I probably do, but I don't, I don't think about it that way. I have a uh-huh. kind of approach. So modes are not exactly the way I think. But I do use it. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I probably just... <laughs> yeah. Here's an excerpt from Cosmic Background from Oz's Fuzzy album.
most of the guys I know who are good jazz players got a real book and learned all those standards. Did you yes. go through that period? Absolutely. Is that your advice you would give to someone who wants to play jazz? Well, if you want to play jazz, you have to learn mm -hmm. the roots. Like, you have to learn Charlie Parker and learn all that stuff and start developing from there. And then you have to learn, you know, you have to learn the language of jazz. So, you know, Charlie Parker, Bud Powell, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, Tony Spong, Tony Rollins, all those guys that develop it. You just have to learn it being able to talk the language. And then once you know the language, you can develop it to sound more modern or more bluesy or more, you know, whatever you go for. But a part of it is definitely you have to learn those songs. Absolutely. Did you practice a lot with metronomes? or? or? I used to, yeah. You know, the thing about me with rhythm, I think I, I did used to practice with metronome, but um, I think the main thing about the fact that I have probably good enough time is um, I've been doing recording sessions since I was really young, so I got used to record with a metronome, so uh -huh. that definitely helped develop in like, solid time for me. Man, you your know? time is so solid. And then, and when I got to New York, I got to play with some of the best yeah. players, the best drummers and bass players. That, that's what really makes the difference. You know, when you play with the really good guys, you really understand. It's not like time or it's rhythm, it's more of the pocket. Like. It's figuring out where the pocket is, yeah. Yep. Sometimes you're on the front edge, sometimes you're on the back edge, yep, yep. and it's all about listening. Right? Yep. And really paying yeah, but attention. But it's important to practice with a metronome. Yeah. Do you have a metronome? I don't. I don't. I don't even know if I have a metronome. <laughs> I know. I I used to have one of those mini tactile ones, you know, with the uh -huh. arm that, that swings back and forth. Oh, yeah, of course. I love that one. I should probably get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just love the way it, it sounds, you know. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Something about that plastic, you know, kind of case it just really has a nice click rather than You're right I, I used to have a lot of these i forgot about yeah boss makes a really killer metronome the db90 which has all different kinds of different sounding oh clicks. yeah i know i know a lot of drummers do yeah yeah and it even has a voice because for me if i'm practicing seven or or five you can hear the one two three Four, oh, that's five, cool. one, oh. two, yeah. That's right. So you always know if you get a little bit lost, you can yeah. always find one because it's telling you. Oh. What kind of music are you listening to these days? Um, if I listen to any jazz, it usually would be people like, I don't know, like Adam Rogers came up with a record or Kurt Rosenwinkel came up with a record or like Chris Potter. Or, Chris Potter, sax You know, like guy. Brian Blade, like people that are... The newer kind of jazz guys, they come up with records. I'm trying to listen to those records to see what's going on, you know? Plus, I really love the playing, but, oh, like, I don't know, Wayne Krantz came up with a Wayne record. Wayne Krantz. And then if, like, Herbie, of course, or Chick come up with a record, I'm trying to listen to that. In terms of jazz, you know, if something new comes up, comes out, I'll listen to it just out of curiosity. Uh -huh. Other than that, you know, I just like to listen to songs. Just like pop songs or even 80s. I just like good songs, you know? Hey, this is an interesting question. A lot of musicians like different kind of things in their backstage area, and they put them on their writers. Huh? Do you have anything special that you like in your backstage area? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, drinks and food. I don't... Drinks and no, food. I, I, not really. Like you said, the backstage, like, 
in the green room where you hang yeah. out. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like to drink mint tea, so that's always uh, important. I buy French mint and I put it in hot water with tea. That's my doing that since I'm a kid. So. Is that a big Israeli kind of? Yes. So mint tea. Yeah, in Israel it doesn't call mint. They call it nana. It's similar taste. It's kind of a different type of mint, but it's basically mint. So I've been drinking that since I'm a little kid. That's, that's my... Uh, some people do drugs, I drink mint. Do you play sports at all, or did you as a kid? I used to, you know, just do different stuff. But now I run in the summer, but there's not much summer going on in New York right now. I know. <laughs> I know. Here's a couple more excerpts of Oz playing. This is called Say What from Oz's Ha album. Say what? Do you still do you still practice a lot? Do you do like an hour or two a day? Uh, you know, I, not lately. I would like to, but it's it's hard to focus these days with all this interruption. Like you know, you have so much stuff to divert your attention. You know, right. working on it to get back into practice. But when you were younger, you must have. Oh, I practice a lot. Yeah. No, I I play all the time. It's not that I you know if I'm home I'll. Uh-huh. play all the time, but for me, practicing is really practice. I haven't done that in a while. So when you do practice, what type of stuff would you practice? Certain things with scales and patterns and, uh, you know, just try to find or send your ability on the instrument. Do you teach lessons at all? Yeah, I do. So if I was an average student, what would you... What I teach you? Yeah. I, it depends on what level you're at. Usually... But a lot of people that take lesson with me are people that are already playing that basically want to get my thing, you know, like, uh-huh. oh, how do you do this, how do you do that? So they usually come here, and I give him my basic approach. Mm-hmm. Like I use a few different scales, that's how I use them, and, uh, you know, it's all about colors and rhythm, blah, blah, blah. So that's usually what I teach, but uh, it depends. You know, I'll, I'll, if you come here, I'll probably play a blues with you and see where you're at. Do you ever have a student and you realize the guy has absolutely no time or maybe it happens sometimes yeah uh-huh. and it's kind of hard because you know you have to get the guy to play with a metronome uh-huh and some people have weaker times than others and that's 
a problem. Whatever instrument you play, your time has not less than perfect. You know what I mean? So important. So uh, you know, I'll tell him to practice with a metronome and be more aware of that. But you just have to go out and interact with other musicians. The only way. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, if you play with other guys that don't have good times. <laughs> but even then, you know, even then. As long as you interact with other people, you're in good shape. Any last words, like advice you would give to um, a guitarist? Um, yeah, the, you know, practice as much as you can, but play, go out and play live as much as you can also, and play with people. Any advice about how you get uh -huh. into a group of people like you're in right now with like high level Any, everywhere you live there's musicians you know people like music they like to play so I think everywhere you're at you can probably find some people to uh -huh. play with and any last words about Boss gear? you know I've been using Boss pedals all my life and it's the most consistent pedals you can ever buy they always do the work always you know, those people that make boutique pedals boutique. that may, you know, may have a very kind of pristine color or sound or they may have like some kind of, a, I don't know, like a very unique kind of thing. But Boss pedals always work perfectly. You know, you plug them in, you know you're going to get a good sound and it just will work. It's functional, it always does the work. And I like their delays. I think the delays that they're making are the best. Thanks, Oz, for uh, coming on the show. Okay, thank you very much. Hey, this concludes the 21st edition of Boss Tone Radio. Remember, you can find out all about cool boss stuff at bossus.com. There's all kinds of movies and interactive stuff where you can search and find whatever tone you're going after. I also want to plug our tone index at bossus.com slash tone. Just click the tone index button. I think it's kind of cool. So, Paul Hansen here saying thanks. You can reach us at askboss at bossus.com if you have questions or comments. This track underneath me is Fuzzy, the title cut from Oz's Fuzzy album. Let's listen to this as we go out. I'll see you later.